0: Good morning and welcome back to our daily devotional podcast. This is still Training for Impact and we are glad that you have been following this series. If this is your first time joining, this is we're looking we're joining through the book of Genesis right now and we are in Genesis chapter three. We encourage you to start from the beginning and even as you listen, please go through your Bible together. It will be amazing if you complete an entire book during this series as you read them carefully and prayerfully. Today we're going to be looking at the power of God's word. We see that the weeds of sin grow quickly when God's word have not taken root in our hearts. In fact, John Calvin says that, and surely once we hold God's word in contempt, We shake off all reverence for him. For Adam would never have dared oppose God's authority unless he had disbelieved in God's word. Here indeed was the best bridle to control all passions. The thought that nothing is better than to practice righteousness by obeying God's commands than the... Then the, the ultimate goal of the happy life is to be loved by him, by God. Therefore, Adam carried away, Adam carried away by the devil's blasphemies as fast as he was able to extinguish the whole glory of God. You know, John Calvin said this, and it was recorded in Institutes of the Christian Religion, page 2, like of 1, 9, line. Four, when we read Genesis chapter three, or even the temptation of Jesus in Luke chapter four, we see that the devil does not tempt with radical departures from God's command, but only slight deviations. He is mastered at he has mastered the skill of, you know, subtly, subtly changing God's word. Thus. As John Calvin said, the best bridle to control all passion is the power of God's word, a true understanding of it. No wonder the psalmist could say, thy word have I hidden in my heart. Thy word have I stored in my heart, in Psalm 119 verse 11, that I might not sin against you. Friends, we must store the word of God in our heart. The only way to meet the temptation of this. Devil, as shown us by Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 4, in Matthew 4, is true. It is written, we must meet our opposition, we must meet the temptations, we must meet the fiery trials of life, the allures, the beauties, the display of, of the, the enemy. We must meet these darts. True, it is written. More so, friends, ah view of God directly affects our view of obedience. Take for instance, instead of referring to God as the covenant keeping God, you know, Yahweh, Eve simply refers to him as the distant God, Elohim. Remember we saw this distinction in Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2. And while God had told them that had lavished his grace upon them that they might eat of all the fruit of the garden in Genesis 2 verse 16, Eve minimizes God's permission by saying that we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden in Genesis 3 verse 2. God has also commanded that they were not to eat the forbidden fruit, but Eve maximizes the prohibition by adding that we should not touch it in Genesis 3 verse 3 while God had told them that they will surely die in Genesis 2 verse 17 Eve minimizes the consequence of sin by only saying lest you die but God has said you will surely die but Eve said no lest you die uh, these subtle changes neglect the, the lavish character of God. They, they are a slap to God's image when we try to add or to reduce from the word of God. And no wonder we have been given the warning that we should not think to add to God's word, nor to remove, because God's word are ye and amen. We see the concept of God, of a God who does not joke with his word we see a God who values his word to the point that he says his word never returns back to him void until it has accomplished the purpose for which it has been sent out. And because God had to honor his word, Adam and Eve We are punished for disobedience. We are punished even when the serpent told them, you shall not surely die. But God had already said it. Friends, we must be careful. In this world that is filled with temptations, this world that is filled with, you know, so many truths. It's your truth versus my truth. You know, so many uh, perceptions of things. We must not lose sight of thus in the Lord. When we are faced with dilemmas, when we are faced with challenges, when we are faced in crossroads, we must go back to God's word and act. What does God say? What does God say in matters of abortion? What does God say in matters of of fornication? What does the word of God say in matters of choosing a life partner? What does the word of God say in matters of pushing a career? We must know what God wants us to do and we must abide by it. For anything less is sinking ground. The word of God is powerful and must be taken as it is by faith. For it is in need through the word of God where the earth formed was this universe made. And through the word of God, we can also experience the sustenance of his goodness. Father in heaven, I pray that you help us not to take light of your word. I pray that you hide your word in our heart, that we may not sin against you. I pray that your word will become a lamb unto our feet a light unto our path, that it will dispel the darkness around us. Help us to make bold and wise choices. And Lord, as we do this, may we experience your blessings today and forever. In Jesus' name, amen.